president, our AD. We got the best players, best university, best alumni in the country. Love you guys. These guys right here, these guys right here, man. These guys did it. These guys did it, man. Talk to him, man. Love you. Oh, my gosh. The best thing about that that audio clip is if you were watching it live, um, what it was um, Corum was there. There was another player, like, they had McCarthy. no idea. <laughs> they were walking up to uh, a post-game interview where their offensive coordinator was going to be there crying on national television. They were they were a little caught off guard by it, but it's still pretty cool. Um yeah, it's it's well, cool that Michigan's uh, new head coach uh, did something on live television, said the exact same thing that you'll probably hear on Campus Corner at about one thirty in the morning coming up on Saturday night. <laughs> well, thank the Lord. Well, thank Coach Harbaugh. I love you, man. I love the shit out of you, man. Yeah, you'll definitely hear that Saturday somewhere oh on Campus Corner. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's the next Michigan oh, coach. Oh, wow. I love you, man. Oh, that's great. Good stuff. Pretty wild, man. I, hey, you know, it's rare that – rare. I, probably three of the coaches in the playoff are gone from their schools. Isn't that crazy? Well, why did you hesitate to say rare on that? Because I think well, that I, is I very know. rare. I don't think that that's never happened, ever happened I mean, in the 14 clear. playoff I don't era. know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it, it's it's crazy, and I understand that DeBoer's now at Alabama, but it ain't the same. I because I, I heard you guys talking earlier uh, on the drive out here, Dorsey Jones, uh, Buick GMC here in beautiful El Reno, listening on the app, uh, and Ole Miss is whatever they were talking about. Ole Miss is an outside. Um, Chance to win a national Playoff, championship. Yeah. yeah. Man, uh, right now, I can't really eliminate anyone that's like in the top 15 or so. Not knowing what the 12-team the playoff holds, the the players that are going to be kind of scattered, like what does recruiting look like in, in the near term for some of these top programs, man, it's the Wild West right now, and I know you've got – you still have your, your favorites, obviously, with, with Georgia and, you know, some of the teams that have, have had it going recently and haven't had a bunch of change. But, man, the mix-up at the top with your, with your champion, with one of your semifinal teams in the best program over the past uh, decade and a half in Alabama, man, it's open right now. For a championship. Yeah, I think Georgia's going to be really good next year, and they would be my yes. favorite right now. But um, well, I thought that last year, and Georgia didn't even make the the 14 playoffs. So things can certainly happen. Maybe Georgia has another interesting offseason like they did a year ago. Yeah. But no, I mean, that's that's with more teams able to play for a championship, sure. Maybe at this point you got to consider everyone that's in the uh, top 15. I'll, I'll ask yeah. your way too early, national champ coming up later on in the show. Ooh. But, yeah, man, three of the four uh, playoff coaches, two of them are out of the out of college football now. Do you know the last time a head coach won a national championship and left the school that he's currently at? A little bit of trivia for you here in the first segment of the day. 
Can you give me a time frame? Nineties. Uh, In the nineties, um, won a championship. Left the team that he was at. Some have joked that it should be Scott Frost after he won the twenty seventeen <laughs> national championship at UCF. Uh. Did, did Osborne step down after Dr. the championship? Dr. Tom retired after they split for that title in uh, 97. So, Well, I was also wondering, how long was it before Spurrier jumped to the NFL from the, Florida? They won it in 96. Um, geez, was it like two? Was it like okay. 01 maybe when, when he yeah, left for, the, for Washington? Yeah, far back. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's rare. Um Man, if you're at the end and you got an opportunity to step aside with the championship and do it, that's awesome. But to leave and, and go to the NFL just for a – I mean, it's he's going to the Chargers. It's not like he's going to the Green Bay Packers or the Dallas Cowboys or yeah. – Dude wanted to know, be back in the big, NFL, I mean, obviously. Yeah. yeah, which, hey, I don't blame him after the last – 18 months or so with all of the the pressure that's been been poured on there from the NCAA and all kinds of different stuff going on. I really don't blame him for wanting to get back to the NFL. It's just the timing is odd. Ferris from Hong Kong on the text line says, please don't ever play that cringe again. <laughs> that That's quite the word cringe because cringe has been the head coach at Michigan for nine years and we're going to replace cringe with uh, even more cringe, but I don't know. I, I don't think it can get more cringe than what Jim Harbaugh was at times yeah. over the past nine years. Well, hey, you know, I I can't necessarily fault a coach that is. Uh, you got to consider the moment for him. That was right after the Ohio State win. Um, he's the offensive coordinator and hadn't been the offensive coordinator very long either, has he? Uh, when did he take over as the OC? Uh, I think he's been the OC for a few years. That was after the Penn State win uh, earlier this year. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's right. Not not the Ohio State. Well, uh, you know, he's acting head coach. They had a lot of stuff going on nationally at the moment. Um, you know, having the opportunity to fill in as head coach and and win under the because it was a tight game. It, it's just. He got emotional there. It spilled over a bit once it got once the ball got rolling. There's not a whole lot you can do. So, I mean, I, it it's not it's not a good audio clip, but I think the meaning behind it was good. I just hope that's what he sounded like after OU won the uh, Big Twelve championship in 2006 and 2007 yeah. when he was on the team. You know, that yeah. I, I don't remember him being at at, at OU. Do, do you remember him at all being at OU in 06 and 07? No, I don't. I don't. Um, I'm looking at it here. It has him as, it says University of Oklahoma 08 on his Wikipedia page. I don't know. That's when he actually got his degree, but he was on the team 06 and 07. And I feel like I asked Bob about that a few months back, and um, the the conversation went in a different direction. I'm going to ask him again on, uh, on Tuesday coming up just about Sharon Moore when he was at OU because what does that make it what does that make it now for former Bob Stoops players you've got the head coach at Tennessee it yeah. sounds like you're about to have the next head coach at Michigan like you're seeing quotes that it's 99.9% done for Sharone Moore Tennessee mm-hmm. Michigan um who who else am I I mean if you want to count an assistant he's got an assistant well, that's the head coach at Oklahoma 
Uh, well, yeah, he didn't play for him at Oklahoma. He played right. for him at Kansas State. Um, but I, I Brandon Moore is the head coach at San Diego, which I think is Division Two. Um, I, I don't know. Is there any other? Oh, well, no, that's another, another uh, a coach underneath him. I'm not. I'm not sure player wise, but that I mean that's Seth two no top a head coach. two top twenty jobs that the head coach of like you probably don't see that a whole lot. Tennessee and Michigan head coach is crazy. Yeah, you could if you said two top ten jobs, people probably wouldn't give you much pushback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, I'll be interested to ask Bob that coming up on Tuesday. But I don't think um, I don't think Jim Harbaugh ever comes back to college football. I think he won his national championship. I think he. Uh, did his service on this level at a few different places. I think uh, either it works out in the NFL and he's the head coach there for a long time or it doesn't and he probably retires at some point. But I I, I kind of think now, like taking the Chargers job of all jobs, that we probably don't see him again in college football as a head coach. Be my guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think you're exactly right. And, you know, who knows how it goes down in the NFL, um, you know, He's got a really good young quarterback, uh, you know, it's something to build around. And he, it feels like his his kind of the way he operates, it works. It's proven. It's been proven at the college level multiple times, been proven at the NFL level. Um, it takes a little bit of time, but a lot of that is, you know, you're putting the pieces together and waiting on the right quarterback which is kind of what has been going on at Michigan. And then, you know, where he's going right now, he's already got the right quarterback in place. Uh, well, I mean, whether you think he's the right quarterback or not, uh, it's going to have to be the right quarterback, you know, with with how good he is and how young he is. They're not going to be able to, under Harbaugh's tenure, be able to replace the, him. I mean, it's you're tied to him. By the way, duh, how do we forget this one? Thank you, text line. Jeff Lebby is head coach oh. at Mississippi State. Yes, yep. he indeed was a, a former Stoops player as well. Guy from Parts Unknown says, at least the weather is nice in San Diego. <laughs> a joke we brought up a couple of days yeah. ago about the, yeah. uh, about the Chargers job. San Diego Chargers. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like it's been funny to like read some. Like we knew that Jim Harbaugh was a little bit quirky, maybe a little bit weird, but some of the stories that was released about him last night and into today, I've enjoyed reading. This is probably my favorite, uh, you know, quirky Jim Harbaugh story. It says when you get down to his core, Jim Harbaugh actually is a bit insane. For instance, one of the activities. At his recent bachelor party, he's been married twice, was laser tag. Everyone signed up for a name on an electronic score sheet. He chose Captain Comeback, an homage to his playing days as an NFL quarterback. And from there, everyone went to work. When the fake smoke cleared and the game wrapped, it was revealed that Captain Comeback recorded more kills than anyone else in the party. Harbaugh won, but he always wins. But upon further examination of where each person's shots came from, it became clear why he won in such a landslide. All his shots came against this same 10-year-old kid. (laughs) He just sat there hunting this 10-year-old kid so he could win. 
Oh, my God. He just chased the yep. same kid around the entire time and just kept just, wow, what a guy. That's funny. Yeah, I, hey, we've, we've talked about it quite a bit on here how he's psychotic. And I've also said a lot on here that most really good head coaches are psychotic to some degree. Uh, some hide it better than others, I think, and he doesn't do a very good job of hiding it. But uh, the the really high-end, ultra, ultra-successful people really in pretty much every field are all a bit psychotic. Yeah, he doesn't do a good job of hiding it. You know who I thought was doing a good job of hiding it until bowl season last year was Steve Sarkeesian. He's done a nice job <laughs> right. of hiding it until <laughs> until he went crazy on that guy. It all came out in one <laughs> yeah. moment. Yeah. But, hey, after that, they went out and lost the game. So, you know. It's true. <laughs> didn't help Back-to-back losses to Washington. Well, um, if you view college football just simply as a TV show, it did lose two of its main characters, didn't it? Yeah, Nick Saban is true. gone, and then Jim Harbaugh and all the craziness wrapped up in that, uh, no longer on. And you're replacing them with Kalen DeBoer, who's a nice head coach, but not as polarizing as Saban, right? And Sharon right. Moore, who can't be as crazy as Harbaugh is, unless his every postgame interview is like the one we just played. Which, you know, here's the thing, man. and It's wild that your national championship football team has lost their head coach. He's moved on to the NFL and you're, you're going to be hiring within. And I'm not saying it's a bad move. I think it's, it's really the only move that they have available. Um, but you're going to have a first time head coach as, as you know, running your program there in Michigan. And you're going to have for Alabama, a guy that's, really been a head coach for a very short amount of time and like to most of the casuals out there no one really knows who he is and especially didn't know who he was before the college football playoff uh started up this year so i mean the the amount of power and influence and uh and respect and like branding with that personality to your university that those two schools are losing is massive. Yep. I forget about how good of coaches they're going to be. Everyone in the country knew where Jim Harbaugh coached. Everyone in the world knew where Nick Saban coached. Uh, The two new guys there, not so much. That's a lot of value to a university. Well, oh my gosh. when you thought of uh, khakis and a glass of milk with a steak, you thought of Jim Harbaugh there for a while, right? <laughs> so, yeah, uh, yeah and, and this was already going to be the biggest change in a college football season that maybe we've ever seen in our lifetime, maybe in the history of the sport with the SEC and the Big Ten editions and the 12-team playoff, and now even more so with uh, Saban, more so Saban, but even Harbaugh, who just won a title uh, leaving the sport. Big yeah. change coming up, man. Big change for sure. It's wild. Wild. All right. Let's hit a quick timeout. Dorsey Jones, GMC, up here in El Reno. Just looking out on the lot. Tons of inventory here. They've got new and pre-owned stuff. 
they got great options available. Always Brockway's number one goal for all their insurance clients is to get the best insurance rates and have an overall positive experience. Rightway Insurance is an independent insurance agency representing many different companies for your insurance needs. Give us a call 405-607-6014 or complete a quote form at rightwayinsuranceok.com and we'll be happy to answer any of your insurance questions. That's Rightway Insurance 405-607-6014. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, 405-651-3439 is the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. We'll get to the uh, text line briefly. A lot to get to there. But first, we spent uh, almost a whole show on it yesterday. You were out on Wednesday. You got any big thoughts about the uh, disappointment that was Tuesday night in the LNC, OU Texas basketball game? Um, Missed opportunity. It was... Very difficult to watch. Um, I, I mean, we built it up. It felt like it was it was really going to be the uh, the real like bursting back onto the scene for OU basketball with the with the start to the season that they had had. I mean, people had been paying attention, but you've been gaining momentum, gaining momentum. Uh, and here you've got Texas coming to town with some re- recent, you know, noteworthy stuff that had happened with them and really a moment that you felt like you were really going to build on. And not only did you not get the win, you really weren't competitive from the get. And the crowd really tried, man. They packed it in. They tried. They were energetic. They tried to bring that team back to life. And by the end of it, on television, this is why it was hard, is you watched uh, an entire arena really in stunned silence. Yep. Disappointing crowd. And you were on yep. a uh, major major television network for the first time in a oh, while, yeah. playing on ESPN, yep. which I looked on Saturday. Yes, you guessed it. 1 o'clock on ESPN Plus once again. Feels yeah. like every conference the game said, one, Never again, plus. never again, Oklahoma. Yeah, maybe. Uh, okay, from the nine one eight, it says, Teddy, do you think Brandon Moore would ever come back to OU to be an assistant, or does he kind of like the position he's in now? Well, I don't. I don't know. I don't think that. I'm. I can't say that he wouldn't ever do that, but. I think I think he likes the gig that he's in right now. Um, don't mean to speak for him, but uh, you know he was at the Colorado School of Mines. You know, took them to a national championship appearance, um, and then got picked up by San Diego. And I, you know, I think he's I think he's kind of on the path he wants to be on right now. Uh, but I guess you never know. Um, Especially if if they were to really start to have a lot of success out there, and you know his name maybe becomes something that's a little more trendy or something all of a sudden. But as of right now, I don't think so. But I don't know. That's just a guess. It's San Diego right now. That's where Jim Harbaugh started. So is that where Har- it's not? He's not at San Diego State, right? Yeah, is, San Diego. Is that where Harbaugh was at San Diego? Okay, interesting. I didn't know that. San Diego, I think, to Stanford after that. Um, from Stanford to the Niners, 
Niners to Michigan is how I think it's uh, what the timeline looks like there. Jay yeah. in Tulsa says Harbaugh will end up retiring at some point and go full Tuberville at some point. Good luck, state of Michigan. Yeah, uh, U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is who he's talking about. U.S. Senator yeah. for Alabama. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know what his his path is necessarily going to be, but um, his path is going to be the NFL. I, I, again, I don't think he's coming back to to college well, football. No, I guess I'm saying like after. I, I don't know how long he's going to stay, and I don't know like if he would if he's going to do anything after the NFL. But I would venture to say no but who knows Oklahoma Johnny says I think Harbaugh leaving an undisputed national championship program kinda is more of an indictment on how ridiculous college football has become with the portal and NIL it's the wild west without contracts think of all the coaches that have said uh, newly screw this I'm going to retire or go to the NFL Oklahoma Johnny I I agree with um the way that I think coaches do look at the sport now with everything that's going on, I, I just kind of think that Harbaugh was going to leave to go to the NFL regardless of what the sport looked like. Yeah. I think that's the case yeah. for a lot of coaches out there, and some recent examples are out there, but I, I just I think he wants to go back and win a Super Bowl. That's what I think. Yeah. I, I think so, too. And, you know, maybe I, I, it feels like it's a – kind of feels like it's a personal thing. Like, if he goes wins the Super Bowl – like maybe he checks out after that, too, out of the NFL. Who knows? Recruiting Boomer says it takes a bit of time to acquire all the signs before you can actually steal enough to get to the national championship game. It did take them a few years. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. With the operation reportedly that they had, uh, it shouldn't have taken them very long. Nine one eight Harbaugh just gave the NCAA the middle finger on the way out. No more suspensions, no more sanctions. Just a national championship. That well, that is an interesting yeah, point to see what happens to Michigan now that he's that now that he's gone. Yeah, and that's kind of the other part of it is about coming back to college. My guess is he's going to have a show cause. Yeah, uh-huh. where he won't be able to come back at least for some period of time. That would uh, that would be my guess as well. Uh, your boy Alex Grinch was named safeties coach, or yeah. is expected to be named safeties coach at Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Like it, love it, yeah. hate it for him. Seems like a pretty good landing spot. I, I think it's a good landing spot. I think it's probably a really good place to go and kind of reinvent yourself. Um, start as a safeties coach. You're catching a – I think their defense was really bad last year, wasn't it, whenever they're typically really, really good. Um, and it's taken them a little bit to get – you know, uh, fickle system up and running there. But, um, you know, I I imagine, I think Wisconsin's going to bounce back in, in a big way. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win the Big Ten or anything, but I think Fickle's going to end up doing a really good job there. So I think he can reinvent himself. I, I think, think it's a good good landing spot. I think Fickle's a really good coach, and I I think that yeah he's he's going to end up figuring it out and having some pretty nice pretty good teams there at Wisconsin. Do you remember who his DC is off the off the I, top of your head at Wisconsin? I, I, I still want to automatically say Jim Leonard, even though I know that's not right. Yeah. I, I I cannot remember who his DC is at uh, at Wisconsin. 
but they play yeah. Alabama week three at home, and then they're at USC week four. So Grinch will be going back to L.A. That's quite a little two-game stretch there, Bama and, nice. Bama and USC, which maybe USC starts off like 20 to 25 in the polls. I, I haven't made it a point to see where people are projecting them going into next year, but I bet the expectations for USC are not – they're not going to be as close as to what they were this past year, but I bet the thought on USC going into next season is not all that high after this past season. Yeah, no, uh, yes, I think you are exactly right. Exactly right. I, I mean, there's going to be a lot of unknown for sure just whenever you start off with the uh, the fact that they're going to be missing the, the best player in college football in Caleb Williams, not to mention all of the other – the massive purge of players that left, um, you know, when it it sounds like like the rumor was floating around that the uh, the NIL checks stopped coming for the players mm. about uh, what three quarters of the way through the season or two thirds of the way through the season, and everyone said, "Yeah, we quit." Basically, a soft quit from the football team uh, is what it sounds like. Soft. Soft quit is what it was. Soft in more ways than one last year at USC. Is that what you're telling me, huh? Yeah. Um, what about right. – did, did Odom, Brian Odom, get a job yet somewhere, or is um, he still taking interviews? Uh, I do not think so at the moment, but I'm not sure. Well, I, I, am, so. I am rooting for him. It seems like the uh, text line is kind of half and half, still want, uh, still want Grinch to fail. Some are over it and saying, eh, whatever. It's Muleshoe that I really disliked. But Brian Odom, I definitely hope he goes somewhere and has a, uh, has a lot of success. Uh, one more from the 918. Harbaugh picked the wrong division if he wants to win a Super Bowl. He's got to go against the Chiefs. And I wasn't thinking well, about his division in, in that way. But how about Sean Payton and Jim Harbaugh now being in the same division and playing twice a year? Oh, my gosh. Well, there's two psychos. Yeah, here's the thing. I mean, there's not really in the in the AFC. I, what division would you prefer uh, in the east? You know, you've got uh, Josh Allen in the north. You got Lamar Jackson and, and Burrow and Watson. And in the south, you got C.J. Stroud now and Trevor Lawrence and Jacksonville are are fairly solid in the West, obviously. Good quarterback play, Patrick Mahomes. I mean, there's there's really not – it's going to be difficult wherever you go. And I would say of all the openings, the job openings, at least um, that I can think of off the top of my head, I don't think I'm missing anyone, but I, that's the quarterback where you want to go. I, it's less about what your division looks like in the NFL, um, what your schedule is because it's always going to be tough. It's about your quarterback, and he's got a really good quarterback that he can build with there. That's got, I mean, you can't, rarely do you have a guy that, that absolutely checks all the boxes on, on like, physical size and athleticism and arm strength, but uh, Herbert does that. Dude's like 6'6", 240 pounds, athletic, um, you know, and he will benefit massively from the way that Harbaugh likes to do it. You got to remember, he's an old quarterback. What does he want? He wants a great offensive line and a running game to take all the pressure he can off his quarterback and build on that, build on your defensive line, 
build the football team from the inside out, and the quarterback stuff will end up taking care of itself. Uh, Jim Harbaugh has been coaching in the big house at Michigan, 107,000 north of 107,000 capacity. So he's used to be he's used to playing in front of about 108,000 Michigan fans for a home game. Do you think the combined number of Chargers fans that show up to all home games next year will be 108,000? <laughs> Is that possible it, for their small fan base? Uh, the amount that show up for a typical home game there would be like who's on the sideline at the Michigan games, <laughs> you know? Seriously. We, we issued that many sideline passes for our, our game day against uh, Ohio State. Yeah, well, you know, if you start winning football games, well, I typically say they will come. Maybe they won't even come if you start winning football games uh, for the Chargers. Uh, you just – Oh, it'll yeah, happen. The bandwagoners and all the celebs will show up to be seen. That's yeah. That, that they start winning, they'll they'll show up. Harbaugh's not really the coach, though. That people are like, we need to go be seen <laughs> with Harbaugh. You know, a little bit different than there. Coach Prime and all the all the buddies yeah. that he had on the sideline this year. Yeah. All right. Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up here from Dorsey Jones Buick GMC. Tons of great deals going on. Remember, top value on pre-owned whenever you bring it in they're going to give you top value on trade-in and they're making great deals with a massive inventory right now come and see us join the movement the ref army is growing don't miss a second of the sooner coverage you want with the kref app the number one source for sooner fans sports radio icon mike steely and ou insiders parker thune Get you through the midday with the Steelman and Thune at noon. Do you want to go to Wimbledon for Wimbledon, or do you want to go to Wimbledon for the strawberries and cream? Both. I think it'd be cool. I used to be a much bigger tennis fan, you know, back in the days of Borg and McEnroe. I was a huge John McEnroe guy. I still like tennis. I watched the Wimbledon final, but it's just sure that they have everything they need to engage in learning. We go all in for kids. All day, every day. To learn more, visit communitiesandschools.org. the rush on the ref Tyler McComas Teddy Lehman I'm just all about the trivia throwing trivia your way here this first hour Uh, can you name the three current coaches who have won a national championship in college football just three now three three current coaches in in college that have won a national championship I love how you repeat the question back slowly so you can buy yourself more time to think about it but yes and now that I know that you're going to say that, it buys me even more time. <laughs> I'm just uh, playing right into it. Kirby Smart. Yeah. Dabo Savini. Uh-huh. And uh, let's see here. Ooh, someone's stuck. You got the first two easy. He's stuck a I little bit. I am stuck for some reason. Oh, well, no, he's not active. Who were you mm. just thinking of? Jimbo. Yeah, Jimbo, Jim Harbaugh, and Nick Saban. There were six coaches last year. Now half of them are no longer in college football. Yeah. Um, God, this is probably so easy. Everyone's screaming at the uh, the radio right now. Oh, my gosh. Text line's got it oh. right. Um, no, they didn't win a national oh gosh. Uh, championship. Because uh, Coach O, he's gone. 
yeah, whenever he's, he was at LSU and they won. He's running around the beach shirtless in 30A down there in uh, the Destin area. It's got to be a team that won one um, pretty long ago, right? Now, okay, text line, yes, it is, to answer your question. It is. It's not recent. But I'm talking about, like, Leipold texts are coming in right now. I'm talking about Division One. Oh, National Championship. Uh, Mac Brown. University of North Carolina. That's right, <laughs> Mac Brown. Two of the three active head coaches who have won a national championship are head coaches in the ACC, not the SEC or the Big Ten. It's a little Dang. wild. And there's only two that are active that have won a championship at their current, their schools. current place of employment. Mm-hmm. Wow! Yeah, till uh, till Brent Venables wins one next year, and he'll he'll be third on that. Think about that, though, man. Like, what does that tell you about how the sport has operated over? I mean, the last I, I guess you could say forever, but I there's only three coaches that are currently active. That have won national championships in college football. I wonder if that's like the lowest number in the history of the modern era, or like since the modern well, era of the sports. Yeah, and I'm, it's probably going to continue to get smaller and smaller. Oh, well, it can't get much smaller than that, but it. Well, I, actually, I think it's going to. It's gotten to the small as it can get, and it's going to start to expand because I, there's been such a. Um, like, like the the power at the top has stayed consistent for so long. I think like we're on the verge of it really starting to open up, and and I think you're going to start to see it spread around a little bit. I could be wrong on that. We'll have to see how it plays out. I mean, I'll listen to the argument that it stays with Georgia and Georgia just you know continues to win, you know, a championship every other year or something like that. Um, but I mean, that's crazy to think about. It's crazy that we're getting um, all this movement from national championship winning coaches. And, and, And granted, the three guys that are no longer in the sport, they made their money. But we're seeing this much movement at the top when coaches are being paid a just stupid, ridiculous amount of money these days. Yeah, like like Saban, it he he was worth every single penny to that football program in the university for sure. Um, but some of these coaches who have still yet to really prove it are making eight, nine million dollars a year right now. Just insane money compared to even twenty years ago. You know what's interesting? We've seen we've seen a handful of, of runs. Um Clemson, they had a run. Um I don't know that it's necessarily over for Clemson. It's gonna be difficult, like you know, to to get it back, they've had they've had attrition of players, attrition of coaches. We'll see if they can bring it back there, but for the time being, I, that that run that they're on is over. Uh, they're gonna have to start from scratch. Georgia's on a run now. Uh, clearly, Alabama had the run. I would say that Michigan is on a run. I know they they just won their first championship, but like they've been knocking on the door the last couple of years. I I wonder wonder who's next to make a run. Texas would would probably be most people. I know we feel differently, but that's probably what most people would say. Yep. Texas is poised for the next run. Um, USC would have been the answer last year, by the way. USC would have been the answer last year. Uh, I mean, I'd say that 
Oklahoma has an opportunity now to insert themselves into the conversation. Is that going to happen? I don't know. We'll have to see. But it comes and goes in little waves. But it's really been a while. I mean, I think Clemson is really the first team that was a true kind of outsider to get into the big boy club and have some sustainability for what? Six years or so. 2015, they made the playoff, and their most recent um, playoff appearance was 2020, I believe. That last mm-hmm. year with Trevor Lawrence, so 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Yeah, six years. Yeah, that's that's right on. And I think so, they played like four national championship games during that time span. Which is a pretty like, – six years for a run is – like that's about right. You got the, the group of guys, like your core group of guys – that struggle together and then achieve like the peak show everyone how to do it so you get like a two-year run with those guys and then the guys that are freshmen that you know got to see it in its in its purest form you kind of have them through their senior window so it's like a six-year window is usually what it is but you know what the transfer portal is probably going to change a lot of oh, that. Oh, it, it absolutely is. By the way, some people in the text line are saying, well, what about Gene Chizik? Gene Chizik's at UCF right now. He's an active head coach. He won a national championship at Auburn. Well, he did win a national championship at Auburn in 2010, but he wasn't the head coach. Gene Chizik was the head coach, not Gus Malzahn. So I, I'm, not, I'm not counting. I'm talking about head coaches oh, okay. who have won one currently. Yeah, yeah, you said – I think you got Chizik. Oh, sorry. Chizik the won the national championship. Gus Malzahn was on the staff, but he wasn't the head coach. Now, Gus did take Auburn to a national championship in 2013, but they lost to Florida State. Okay. There you go. So we lost three national championship active coaches in one year. Jimbo Harbaugh and Saban. Yep. <laughs> Uh, two of them by choice, one of them forced out. <laughs> with, yeah, and, with a crazy buyout, he, he may have uh, he may may have more cash than all of them by the time this buyout's all uh, all said and done with. Do we hear much? Do you think Jimbo is he? What do you think is next for him? I think he's going to hang out for. I, I just. I think he's going to hang out and live off that buyout uh, for a few years is what I think is going to happen. I mean, maybe he reemerges. I, I don't know. I, maybe he ends up at West Virginia at some point, but I don't think that he's going to be coaching in the sport next year and maybe not even the year after. The problem with that, though, is you get that one year off, you know, and we've mm-hmm. seen coaches take that one year off and come back. I think Mac even did that. Mac was with ESPN. Yeah. But if you fade out of the spotlight too much, then people forget about you. And once you get into that second year of not being a coach anymore, it's a lot harder to get another head coaching job somewhere. Yeah. The, the, the next job you take is a much lower level job than what you left. Correct. Um, and I'm not sure how those – all the contracts are a little bit different, but usually it's like if you – if you can take a lower level job, but if you take a equal job, then like you don't get your buyout. I don't know. It, it depends on the wording on on how it is. So like that's probably going to be a factor because I don't think anyone's going to be paying him more than what his buyout is. No. And you know some of them have like let's say his his buyouts. 
eight million a year, whatever it is, and someone wants to hire him for four, like they're only on the hook now for the for four instead of eight. You know what? Does, does that make sense? Sure. So I don't know what his exactly looks like, but I don't know. We'll see. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush. Come. Member FDIC. Cavens Group bringing you the sour of the rush. If you have an emergency, they are on the call 24 hours a day. Cavens Group at 405-573-3048. Cavens Group, 405-573-3048. Cherokee Sooner says, please, God, let Jimbo go to West Virginia. The reg- the red neckedest coached at the reg- red neckedest school would be amazing. I don't know if I got that one right, Cherokee Sooner, but I think we know what you mean. Jimbo go where? Where was the school? To West Virginia, where he's from. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well. You want to burn, um, ca- burn catches, don't you? You, you? That's what you want to do outside, <laughs> don't you? Be sweet. <laughs> uh, well, Neil Brown had a pretty good year there. Picked uh, dead last in the Big 12 and ended up going 9-4. and four. Did they – who did they play in a bowl game? Do you remember? I do not – did they play in the Duke's Mayo Bowl this year? No. Yep. They, they yeah, did? they beat North Carolina 30-10. to 10. Oh, wow. Mac just got stomped in the Mayo Bowl. He threw that game on purpose since he didn't have to get dumped with Mayo over the head. Yeah, that's probably a pretty good idea. Interesting. Yep. Man, think about this. They lost to, uh, on the road, first game of the year to Penn State in what was a really competitive game. Uh, and Penn State ended up having a heck of a year. They lost to Oklahoma State, who was a 10-win football team, and they lost to Oklahoma, who was a 10-win football team. I, and they lost to Houston, too, in that weird – remember that weird game at yeah, the end, 41-39? Yeah. So, I, that's – they had a hell of a season, man. Yeah. Pretty good job back. there when, by When no they Brown. wanted to fire him after, uh, what, the 2022 yeah. season. Hey, I got a real quick story for you. I uh, mentioned my daughter Charlotte two days ago. Someone texted in like, hey, man, I, I've been listening for years. I've never heard you bring her up. I, I brought her up from time to time. But, um, she, yeah, for those that don't know, I got married two and a half years ago, inherited uh, a daughter in that marriage. She's awesome. I love her so much. She does not care anything about sports or know anything about mm. sports today. And I wish Jason White was on today to humble him a little bit. I got a text for, from her this afternoon that says, I assume you know who Jason White is. I don't. But he's here today during first lunch. And I sent her back the photo of him in the Jinkos and said, print this out and get him to autograph it, please. I don't, I don't, think, oh my she, gosh. don't think she picked up on the joke, but hopefully That's it happened. That's funny. You should have said, don't admit to anyone that you don't know who that is. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. That is awesome. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We got hour number two next here from Dorsey Jones, Buick GMC in El Reno.